Guys, welcome back to another discussion point. This is Arsenio with the Arsenio Buck Show, and today I need to talk about something that rubs me the wrong way. Men, I realize as I was sitting on the bed and I was talking to one of my friends that in the midst of all the chaos that was happening at the airport out there in Dalat, Vietnam, for some reason I ended up messaging a guy that I actually had problems with before. I would refer to him on this podcast as the Ugandan warrior, if you guys don't know. And you know what? We had a huge fallout based on just a number of different things. I forgot what had happened, but uh, it it, it was like um, it was a a look that he had had given me probably about two years ago. Uh, And you know what? It was a look of like disgust. He was like, I don't know what it was, but we stopped speaking. And then we started speaking again when I ended up leaving. So, again, we restored that relationship last year. We met up probably two or three times and whatnot. And we were supposed to meet up uh, two months ago. And what had happened was he's, I told him, I said, are you going to come to town? Yes. I said, okay, listen, I got a class later on that evening. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm, you got to cancel the entire day. And I said, okay, first and foremost, you don't tell me what to do with my schedule. That's number one. I'm not telling him this, but I'm saying to myself, he's literally telling me to cancel out on money that I desperately needed at that time because of the visa, because all of these goddamn expenses that I had to pay for. And he was like, I'm only coming down there if, you know, you have the entire day. I'm like, dude, you only stay here for three hours, max four hours. So you want me to cancel the entire day for you? I understand that you're coming from another location down here, but it's because I want you to see another life that's not readily available to you on that side of town where I used to live for three years. And so I ended up saying, okay, this is really weird, and I stopped talking to him for about a month. So in the midst of all the chaos, of course, at Dalai Airport just recently, I was talking to him, or I sent him a voice note, and then... He sent me a two-minute and 40-second voice note. And right when he kicked off the voice note, his tonality was very low. And then he went straight into what had happened two months ago. And he started talking about value, value our friendship. We need to talk about this or this or that or this or that. And I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Value what? You're telling me I don't value a friendship because I'm giving you only three hours during the day so I can make money to make ends meet two months ago when fucking money got crazy? But yet, you want me... I I just didn't understand that. I'm like, I've never had a woman in about 13 years ever say something like that to me. Now, I understand, oh, you don't have time for me, you don't have this, you don't have that. I completely understand that. But for a long time, I've always had female friends, especially since the big, big fallout back in 2008 when, you know, I had this guy by the name of Mark, who's a childhood friend, you know, he ended up disappearing, this guy by the name of Andre, childhood friend, he ended up disappearing, who I brought on my ESL podcast, and this and that, and men just aren't suitable for, you you know, they're, they're not people who I keep close, let's just put it that way. Now, Luke Burroughs, my co-host for the Motivational Mentors, he is the, uh, what is it that I'm trying to say? He's the, 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 the golden nugget in everything. Because for somehow, somehow me and him, we are, we're always on the same wavelengths. But if we look at the wavelengths of me and the other individuals who I've had fallouts with, I'm way past what they are trying to do. They're not hungry about getting better. 
And so if we look at Nelson, okay, if we look at his career, him living out there in good old, um, what is it, in the place that I used to work, he's not looking at bettering himself. He's keeping it safe. He's scared to switch Visa because of this, because of that, because of this. I completely understand. But he's not getting better after 10 years of living in this country. And what does that mean? Having people around me like that and sharing all my ideas and stuff, he doesn't understand any of that. Better yet, the last time I actually met up with him, he told me some horrific stories in terms of like these white old sex tourists calling him a scammer at a goddamn bar. Uh, other times where, you know, he tried getting a house and they were like, oh, I don't want to give you the house because you're African. All these stories that I kind of done away with over four years ago. But somehow he continues to uh, attract that to him. Why? Because that's what his environment is. I need to stay away from people like this, but I want to keep him close because he's my, you know, I always believed that he was someone close to me, although we had that huge fallout. But then I understood that he was trying to do a lot of things behind my back in terms of speaking to this girl that I used to date like two years ago. And it was just so odd. I didn't really understand who he was. I understood who he was like two years ago. But then going forward and hearing that voice message, I blocked him. And while I was blocking him, in the process of blocking him, I was like, goodbye, Nelson. I can't have people like you around in my life. Because you're not watering my tree. You're literally suffocating it. And me sharing my ideas with you, I feel that you're going to create more jealousy within yourself saying, oh, well, it's easy for you and this and that. I don't want to create that. Not only that, but when you start talking about value, friendship, after everything you've done in two years, I just brought it all full circle. Do I have close friends who are men? Do I message people on a routine basis who are men? I don't. The last closest friend I had was four years ago. And his name was Rocky. And this is right before the Australian trip. And I remember I was going through a crazy four. It, it, I sent him a long message about something I was dealing with. He just said, ha, 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 that's funny. And that was it. I blocked him. Because some people, either they devalue, take you for granted, or they don't take things seriously. When a man, when another brother is in need, need for what is happening in his life, I expect you to kind of be that shoulder. At the time, I don't need that help anymore, obviously, because I've created. I am the coach. I am the developer. I am the creator, right? Back then, I was the victim. I'm now the victor. But for some reason, man, all my close friends are girls. And the people who I communicate with on a daily basis, they are women. I'm sorry, girls, women, whatever you want to call them. And women, we just have more. We're more on the same page than I am with men. And for some reason, for the closest friends that I used to work with seven years ago, dating back ten years ago, and this and that, all of them have come and gone. Okay, Andre, but I don't really consider Andre a very, very close friend. He was my childhood friend. People would say, oh, that's your best friend and this and that. I get it, but he was someone who's been in my life for the past 20 years. Is he someone that I communicate with on a, ba on a daily basis? No, he's someone I communicate with quarterly, Okay. So probably three to four times a year, we would possibly have a conversation. Last year, we probably had about two or three conversations. This year was just a podcast. And so I say to myself, out of all the things that I've been through in my life, it just feels like men, I, I just, I'm not on that same level. And this is a great sense of awareness. This is something that I ask myself on a routine basis. Like, it's really interesting because women 
always have the viable and the excellent feedback, right? We talk about Isabel Hunt, who I brought on my podcast a number of times. We talk about Katrina Gleisberg, who I'm going to be start, uh, starting up a business with. Yes, okay, friends, who I met, you know, um... What is it out there at the Vietnam airport? He coached the hell out of me just two days ago. And now I've created a click funnel as a way of getting more customers to do this and that. And it's just an amazing realm to go into because now this is where the online money starts coming from. This He was the angel that I've been searching for. However, I did judge him from the very beginning. But I do believe that there are specific people that come into my life in specific junctures that will take me to the next level. However, women, they have more of a purpose and the purpose they stay in my life for longer versus men where they're more of that purposeful relationship type of sense. So they come into my life and then after the purpose is fulfilled, they're gone. Women, they could come into my life, deliver the purpose and they stay for longer. And then it could ultimately create a lifetime relationship. And so, yes, I've had problems with women in the past as we all have problems with different people of different genders. But it just seems like I have more of an understanding with women. So when it comes to being a business partner, you know, going forward in everything, I do believe that a woman, I probably would start up a business with a woman way before a man. Now, men would say, oh, women, they're emotionally involved. No, 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 no. I believe that men, they've backstabbed me. They've done a lot of different things. Not all of them, not all of them. But I do believe that females, if we look at the world like this, if we had all female prime ministers, queens, kings, whatever you want to, um, well, not kings, of course, queens, uh, presidents around the world, war would cease to exist. I can assure you that right now. But men are power hungry, as they are, as they have been in all of my previous relationships. So what I'm trying to say here is, guys, look at the trend in your life. I'm not saying look at the bane of all your existence. I'm saying look at who you are more able and, ra- you, you know, you're more rational with, what gender you are. Because this is a good thing to evaluate and to become self-aware about and going forward if you're going to do this, if you're going to do that, if you're looking for someone to trust in general. You know, I mean, remember, I just had, you know, uh, when I brought on my the, the last girl that I had on the Arsenio Buck show, uh, Juwan, and, you know, I gave her all my, you know, my passwords, my content, this and that, and you know what? I trusted her with everything, and she did not distrust me at any given point. She was, a, she was fantastic. But would I, will I have, would I have done that with a, a male? Hell no. For some reason, I just don't have that trust. Some people would say, oh, well, there's something deeper. There's a deep root in the subconscious mind because, you know, these events had taken place in 2008, 2009, 2010. I get all that. I understand all that. But you know what? When it was all said and done, even when uh, when I left uh, Australia and I was living with two Colombian housemates and a Bulgarian, it was the man who actually tried to track me down and say, oh, you owe us rent money before you leave and all that. It wasn't the woman because the woman I've always been very close to and she was been very rational and it all made sense with her. But it was her quote unquote boyfriend who she lived with in the same room that was power hungry. You see what I mean? So, honestly, in saying all that, um, I do have bonds. Absolutely. There's a guy by the name of Luke who I wanted to bring on my ESL podcast, Australian guy. And we're just on that same level because he's a brilliant fucking individual. Um, with the other males, of course, at um, – and, of course, you, you, you can even look at it from a perspective of my last job. 
all these older guys and the older guys Googling my name to see what else I do. And then they end up saying, oh, you have a podcast, you have this. And then they end up trying to betray me and get me blackmailed or this and that. Try holding things against me. And I know especially what men are about out here in this country, too, when it comes to foreigners. I know they are sex or wife tourists. All right. If we look at people of the upper echelon, people who I associate with and speak to on a routine basis in the gym. Okay. Boss, he's a Thai guy, wonderful trainer. Do I trust him? Yes. Why? We've had a fantastic bond for a very long time, and he's a trainer. He's he, His mental capacity is possibly above mine because he is so positive, you know? Um, when it comes to Mark, all right? Just had a conversation with the wondrous Mark. Mark is a younger individual we sat back and we threw back some tea. I threw back burgers and pickles and all this craziness at one of my favorite restaurants here in Bangkok. Mark and I, were on that same wavelength. His energy is unstoppable. And when we come together, we create synergy. So I'm not going to, but the thing is, Mark is a ridiculous entrepreneur, trainer, this, that. You know what I mean? And so if we look at Richard, who I brought on my personal development podcast a very long time ago, if we look at Steve Pipe. Although I really don't speak to him anymore. But let's go back to Richard. He's the CEO of the lab. Okay, he's a multimillionaire. But me and him, he is an, an extraordinary human being. David, who owns the other lab, you know, the other franchise, he's an extraordinary individual. But the thing is, they're all either like-minded or they're above or we're somewhere I want to go. Everyone else who I've had problems with have been below me. So guys, always figure out the wavelengths and always surround your self with supportive cast if you feel that there's a lot of discontent or there's a lot of distrust happening within a specific gender it's probably because you're not on the same wavelengths and you're putting trust into people who are way way below you and i'm not talking about employees and ceo type i'm talking about just friends in general nelson him and i were completely different i believe in creating i believe that there's ample opportunity everywhere nelson just is playing it safe and he's still in that victimhood. And he thinks building, you know, doing this and whatever he's got going on in his life and going back to Uganda is more big picture. But at the same time, his motives, I would question the hell out of. So me, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to get away from this. I'm going to get away from that. I think that I need to be, I, I need to surround myself more with with, with shepherds rather than just j- just people who are dragging me behind. So become self-aware of that, people. And with that being said, that's today's topic discussion. And stay tuned for more, guys. We're going to be summing up this Stephen Covey this week. So I'm your host, as always, over and out.